and accepting our buy into the next round. It's the Vocal Minority Podcast. I've accepted it long ago. Yeah, I'm good with it. Only seems fair. It, it, it's all we deserve. Yeah. Honestly. Have you accepted Champions Leagues into your heart? Just because fucking Dwayne and Kevin's podcast has COVID, you know, of course we should we should advance. Yeah, I mean, why should why should we be waiting for them? We have exactly. a schedule to keep. Yeah, the the, the Continental Broadcasting Championships needs uh, yeah, an entrance. representation. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, I mean, and- we would have done a show, but we didn't want to come back to Canada. Uh, I mean, we're in Canada. Mm-hmm. Yes, where where else would we be? I- yeah, it's not like we're podcasting somewhere in Fort Lauderdale. Like Roger, get the yacht. Thank you. Sorry, what? Um, all right, intro, yes. Well, and also, we've been around the longest. So, <laughs> hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast, the podcast that has been tickling your ears for seven years. Have no actually, fears. Yes. Actually, our seventh anniversary was Britney last Spears? week, um, and none of you Cheers remembered. I'm pointing fingers at our general audience. So yes. we will be accepting uh, makeup gifts in the coming weeks. Uh, copper and wool are the traditional materials. Ooh. Uh, oh, for I do not want a kit in either one of those materials. Seventh or a scarf. I will take a Moscow mule mug from whoever. Sure. Yes, and, and a wool and a nice wool scarf or or, or some nice wool socks for next also winter. Also good, yes. Practical. Exactly. Yeah. You, can, you know, thoughtfully loomed with the VMP logo would really score you extra points, I think. If you put the copper into a sheep, you could probably conduct electricity through it and come up with a rudimentary <laughs> energy source. That that's, seems that's potentially very cruel and messy, so maybe not. I'll be laughing when the oil runs out. <laughs> On this week's show, we are going to talk about Voyager's Cup drama. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> and it just, oh, anyway, uh, the, rec- the recent reveal of uh, some of the CanPL numbers. The Snowflakes have a new head coach. Ooh. TFC finally has a quote unquote home opener and more. Mm-hmm. Now, this week's panel bringing you seven years of grumpiness. It's Duncan Fletcher. Seven fucking years. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. See how he stays true to form? Isn't that good? Yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, enduring seven years of editing our nonsense. Welcome to Mark Hinckley. Oh, if if I could get that time back, I'd have probably seven other years. You probably would. <laughs> uh, I know you listen painstakingly to every single uh, sort of hour that we put out, and uh, you you really pay attention to the whole thing these days, and. Uh, you know, all that. I can only say I appreciate it, Mac. I appreciate you. Yeah. Fun fact. Um, I don't know if I've, if I've done that since probably episode 150. So do the math on that <laughs> shit. I've not <laughs> fucking done that in a long ass time. Uh, anyway, uh, bringing you six years of radio voices and live froms. Say hello to Tony Walsh. Because <laughs> he has a pity here sometimes. <laughs> Listen, physically... <laughs> I've been here for seven years, but uh, honestly, I, I'd like to say something truly. Emotionally, I've been here for at least four. Oh, wow! Thank that's, you, Tony. That that, that that means something. That's that, yeah, that's, special. That, that's great. Thank you. Appreciate that. Emotional. Uh, 
Yeah, I, I have tears now. Uh, as for me, it's been seven years of trying to hurt these cats. Um, I am your host. You should probably look for a new job. Mm. I really should. I'd say it's more like my uh, more like hurting kittens really than cats. Like five oh, year olds, emotional five year old cats. Yeah, yeah, good, yeah. Good, good, that good all yeah. it all applies. Mm. Uh, Sexy pussy cats. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And now Hello. this week's show. This is Kukan. Oh, I'm not touching that with a ten foot pole. Nobody should. Nobody's got the shots for that shit yet. I got a ten foot pole. Oh, go on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, see what see what we did there? We went back to our golden oldie right there. To our, yeah, to our, I know. <laughs> we're gonna be we're gonna be cawing in a second. <laughs> blinkity blink, blinkity blink. Cock yeah. James, is that you? Hi. Hi, this is Bitchy, this is Bitchy the Hawk too. I'd just like to say congratulations, Vocal Minority Podcast, on seven years. What I loved, part, what I appreciated the most about that, it had none of the uh, really played out uh, ghost voice stereotypes, like an echo. So, well done, Bitchy Two. Thank you. <laughs> gonna do all our former voices but just without putting the voices on hi this is bruce arena <laughs> hey this is jason Hernandez. hello hello hi it's the ghost Thank of Siggy schmidt Siggy schmidt <laughs> oh, oh, oh my God, yeah, so too soon now it's that oh hi i'm adrian heath i'm naked in the bathtub <laughs> there's a fucking monkey on my back but i'd like to say <laughs> This is Peter Ramiz. <laughs> You're welcome. This is Union Boss Jim Curtin. This is James Grossi. Oh, 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 James. Hey. <laughs> Love you, James. Miss you, bro. First up on the show, and probably a good chunk of the show, shocking, I know, uh, it's CanCon time, and it's been quite the week in Canadian soccer. Uh, it seems like every day has brought fresh drama, which is fun for the interwebs, but sometimes a little hard to keep up with. Um, and luckily, we had tech issues yesterday, <laughs> so as to not miss the, the latest and hopefully final installment which, of course, it won't be. However, uh, Voyager's Cup drama. So after months of speculation, arguments among supporters, pointing of fingers, and a lot of silence from the higher-ups, we had a date. It was settled. We finally had a date for the 2020 Voyager's Cup, March 20th. Woo! Who's Circle going? it on your calendars. You know, with the CCL kicking off the first week of April and Olympic and World Cup qualifiers starting at the end of March and the international window opening on March 22nd, this seemed like a logical, if really down-to-the-wire date. Mm. Be field, right? I'll be there. Uh, who who wants to be one of, those, one of those people like hanging outside the food building, looking through the railings? Absolutely. You know, let, as, let's, as, obviously, as Hamilton supporters. 
Oh, of course. Go there and, you know, have a rumble with uh, the inebriati, who I presume will also show up at that time. What, it's why, be good. Why, why would York 9 be there? Are the inebriati York 9 now? I don't know. Um, uh, so York 9 doesn't exist. <laughs> oh, burn on me. Burn. Hi, this uh, is York so... 9. Just want to congratulate you guys on seven years. Hi. Hi, these, we're, we're, we're Jim Brennan's. <laughs> yes. This is Ryan Brennan. I have a brother called Jimmy. Mm. And what's the point? So the date of March 20th seemed like, like I said, seemed logical. Okay, good. Unless, unless you're Hamilton, who hasn't started training yet. That's right. TFC has been training since the middle of February. Hamilton, nothing. I feel like they really and should have gone on with that. Yeah. That was one thing. I mean, perhaps, perhaps they should have pushed a little. Uh, so cue the outraged, uh, you know, Forge fans, followed by uh, Bob Young's truly, to my eyes anyway, random public ploy to act all bemused and, well, I don't understand. I'm just a, I'm just a simple CFL owner. I, I don't understand any of these fangled soccer things. When did he think um, it was sorry, going to happen? You've owned, a, you, you've owned a CanPL team for three years. Don't don't you think you know how some of this stuff works? You, um, you, you knew it had anyway. to be decided before early April. Late March was really the only option. Maybe you should stop training for late March. Yeah, this, mm. none of this is a surprise. Hey. Uh, I, I, we get that you're having trouble getting an exception, but... You know, again, this isn't. This is worse. Chris, Chris <laughs> has fallen in a hole. Oh, You've had this, is this isn't a surprise. This isn't like this. We get it. Campiel, megable, unprofitable. Um, but uh, anyway, so then I'm leaving it all in. You know, where everyone's fighting, the 20th <laughs> is going to happen, and then TFC announced that a number of players and staff. We're positive for COVID. So the entire Hamilton has gone into quarantine. Wait, wait, Kristen, are yeah. you sure they had COVID? See if she gets the punchline. Yeah. Tony, are you sure they had COVID? Hi, I'm Kristen Knowles. Oh, come on. I'm positive they had COVID was the punchline. <laughs> oh. I was hoping. I was praying. Oh, anyway, my bad. No, you know what? No. I, te- I thought I telegraphed it. I'm sorry. My I bad. know better. I, I know better. I was ready to go, Mark. I'm sh- you know you, what, Doug? You, 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 you just, you have that little uh, that opinion of my, my comedic improvisational chops. You didn't want no. to throw that to me? You know what? That's I, what it I, seems I, like wow. I got wow, derailed Mark. by Tony going into a different bit. Sorry. <laughs> That's, yeah, Tony doing another bit just... Undid my threw it all off. Anyway, um, I, so I am Mark Kingley. Oh, oh, he's good. <laughs> he's very good. Wow, the voices. Yeah. Um, so this is all swirling about. Everyone is throwing accusations this way, and there's conspiracies that way, and this is going on, and TFC are evil, and the CFA is evil. Uh, Hamilton should have known and should spend some money to get their players training and try to get their league recognized as high-level sports, all these things. Um, and then late last night, there was, I, I, I guess one, I guess it was discussed on One Soccer, um, but who watches that? What's that? Uh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> that the CSA had, and Hamilton and Toronto FC had discussed and made a deal 
to just put TFC forward. Any, there was a, you know, there was a tweet uh, that was taken down very quickly, um, but apparently it was just because the announcement was supposed to come today and they talked about it a day early. So yes, today well Canada Soccer Sokka. made it well official. You, you wouldn't get that kind of unprofessionalism on two soccer, I can tell you that much. Mm-hmm. He's right. Absolutely not. Two soccer mm-hmm. is the epitome of professionalism. Mm-hmm. We, mm-hmm. we do what we're told. Yes. Twice as much. Albania says so. Also, the whole thing, you know, TFC's got COVID. Okay, TFC 2 is still a thing, I presume, is it? Maybe, I don't know. But TFC has a whole fucking bunch of academy kids. They can still put a team out. I feel like a lot of the academy kids are training with the first team now, though. So? <laughs> I don't know who so, so they have to go down to So they have to go down to the under-11s. You know, <laughs> they, they can find 11 healthy fucking players within their organization. This is bullshit. Um, so, yeah, so it's now official. Uh, Toronto FC will represent, uh, will get the Canadian slot in uh, the upcoming CCL starting in April. The Voyagers Cup will be played at a later date at Tim Hortons Field once fans can be back in the stands. So Hamilton gets a nice influx of... Why is nobody answering my questions? Hi, I'm Duncan Fletcher. (laughs) All the the hits. All the endorsements are coming Mm. in. It's so good. It's amazing. So... It's uh, it's been it's been an eventful several days surrounding all of this, and this, of course, this all goes back to last fall when the match wasn't uh, wasn't played while TFC were still in Connecticut or before TFC went to Connecticut. Anyway, we can't go rehash all that, but there's really no point. It's all about these last three months um, and what's been done behind the scenes and and what's been happening. So, I. One of the one of my takeaways from all of this is that a lot of people really dislike TFC. Very quick to what? cast, no. cast well, them in the, no. in the role of villain in all of this. This is this but is they're all, so lovable. This is all mm. TFC's doing. All TFC's I mean, doing. You know, I mean, sure, back in the day, MLSE, blah blah blah. No one likes them, but now they're owned by Bell and Rogers. Everybody loves yeah. Bell and Rogers, don't they? <laughs> I, Michael Bradley is the most lovable person in the world. I, I don't get it. <laughs> How is it even possible? Honestly, mm. Mm. we're the team that used to be the New York Red Bulls. Yeah, we're the different's favorite lovable losers. Mm. Were they lovable? <laughs> no. We're the bad oh. news bears without the bear part. <laughs> <laughs> or the news. <laughs> we were just bad but like it, it is is there is there is there a point in casting blame in all of this like obviously it's it's you know we're, we're passionate sports fans and you know we have the 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 people and the teams and the organizations we don't like so we do like to cast blame um but like is there not blame to be shared amongst all three parties in all of this you know, like the CSA was obviously pushing to get this match done and out of the way, um, the March 20th date, partially because of the Olympic qualifiers and the World Cup qualifiers. Um, so that Are they players, well, we'll talk about that. Um, Ooh, you know, so that players could be released to those teams, right? Um, obviously, 
that's not happening uh, for the Olympic team. No, no TFC players are going. We'll talk about that in a little bit as well. Um, TFC but then you've kids. got <laughs> exactly. Um, and then you've got you know Toronto FC. Did Toronto FC resist having the game back in the fall? Who knows now? Uh, has Hamilton and the CanPL done enough to get the league recognized as high performance sports? so that they can get the training exception? Have they spent enough time pushing for this over the last while? Um, you know, how much of this is a money thing? Like there's, to me, there's there's blame everywhere. Um, I'm not saying how it's weighted, but I don't think you can just point, this is all the CSA's fault. This is all TFC's fault. This is all Hamilton's fault. You know um, whose fault it all is, Kristen? Who? Tristan Henry. That game oh, against the uh, the Haitians, right. you know, just don't do stupid fucking things. Hamilton would have qualified, and then TFC could have been there as well, and you know this whole thing wouldn't have had to be a fucking issue. You're right, Duncan. This I wasn't angry about that before, but now I am. <laughs> this, this is why, Duncan. This is why we've had you on the show for seven years. This yeah, is the, exactly this is it. the uh, the, the hard hitting uh, opinions I bring. You always see right to the heart of the matter. It's it's mm. impressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not wrong. No <laughs> nonsense. I don't know, gentlemen. What are your what's your what are your thoughts? Um, my my, uh, I'm still putting the blame uh, mostly on the CSA. Okay. And and it's basically because uh, it's their cup. Um, I know they were trying to find the common ground, but uh, this has not been a a like it's not like this matchup uh was well known for like three weeks it's like oh all of a sudden you know forge and toronto sea have just been determined that hey they're gonna play for the cup we've known this for months guys months now yes pandemic yes off season yes people need time off breaks whatever i get it but you know a couple phone calls to mls and kmpl probably could have figured this out real quick as to, hey, this would be an ideal date to do this thing. Now, then, of course, it runs into the whole location. Where can you do this safely? As much as I would love to have that game played, you know, in front of me, I don't even care which stadium, um, I would rather just have the game played. And mm -hmm. uh, because, I, I mean, I, I feel like that a lot of sports fans in general uh, – have a lot of forgiveness for the amount of exceptions that we're willing to make just so that we get our sports at all. So if this game, if this V cup game was going to take place at a random college stadium in the middle of central Florida, you know what? Fuck it. As long as I get to see it on TV. Yes. I'd rather see it on person, but this thing holds up a bunch of other things. Exactly. Schedule and, it in Florida. Anything's legal in Florida. Yeah. 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 Turn so, up on the day and it's no quarantine required. You can play again and then it's all good. So you can sub it you can sub in a gator. Yes. Yes, you can. And you, you should. <laughs> um so yeah, if if I had to I like I feel like I feel like just handing the keys over to or you know, not the keys, but like handing over the pass to to TFC to go to the Champions League. I mean I realize that this is the solution now, unfortunately, and it sucks. It sucks as a fan. Um, um, unless you're TFC, unless you're like so blindingly pro TFC, then you're like, ha ha, we won by default. Like, yeah. 
that's a that's a real good brag you got um but i want to see the game uh and i know that this podcast is full of people who love the potential of a giant killing yes um and i and i'm i'll say this as like if it were calgary if it were pacific halifax i don't even care which team it could be if, if they let university teams into this and it could have been UPEI against Toronto FC, I would be all for it because mm-hmm. I want to, see, I want to see like that, that one time, that one time the little team got the better of the big team. And we we've only had, we've only had slight tastes of it in this country and they're delicious <laughs> and I want fucking more of it. And last year I got denied all of it. So if I could get a resolution with that game, it'd be great. But here we are. So I'm blaming the CSA mostly. I realize that they're not, it's not 100% them, but if they, if they had any of the authority, like their title indicates that FIFA thinks they have, they would have got the shit done, but they didn't. And they suck. Yeah. Yeah. I might keep, I might, I might edit out this and they suck part. I felt that that was, don't. It felt no, like no, man. it felt no. like it came from a sincere place, but at the same time, it really made it juvenile boobies. So, like, I didn't want to, um, you know, cheapen it. But th- anyway, I'll, I'll figure it out whether this is in or not. Nobody will know. It came from your nutsack. Keep it in. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> One no. question. I, I mean, I what Max said kind of brought up that you know, ooh, you know, it's the CSA's championship. You know. What? Sure, it's a CSA's championship, and I guess it's the CSA's decision on who goes through to the CCL. But it's not the CCL, it's not the CSA's cup, it's the Voyageurs' cup. I don't know if this has been discussed amidst Voyageurs or not, but, you know, you can still announce a winner. And I would suggest that winner should be whoever won the Canadian Premier League last year in the absence of of the Canadian Championship, what have you. I would just the default should be the Canadian Premier League champion should be Voyagers Cup champions, whether there's a fucking game or not. There was a whole bunch of games in PEI. Hamilton came out best. They win the Voyagers Cup this year, last year. Make it happen, Voyagers. Unfortunately, oh. um, the Voyagers haven't necessarily like completely ceded control of the Voyagers Cup, but the CSA is now in charge of who gets it. Voyagers are still connected. Like those guys did in the states with a supporter shield. <laughs> you know what? Yes. I will. I will. I will talk to. I will talk to my uh, my fellow Voyagers, and uh, I will get back to you. I'm um, sure. I'm sure somebody within the Voyagers, probably Jamie. He seems you know a very resourceful person. Has like a little laminating machine and some glue. You know, just create a little thing that says 2020 Hamilton. Stick it on there when the CSA isn't looking. Perfect. Anyway, the, the, the agreement is that the CSA is now the arbiter of the Voyager's Cup. They are the ones who decide where it goes. Um, it was, anyway, you can go on Wikipedia. The information's all there. But yes, you're right. Jamie is very resourceful and has all of the things to make just about anything. Um, so I will, uh, I will, again, I will mention that to him. But don't expect <laughs> it to happen this time. I'm sorry. Um, well, the other sort of, you know, we sort of touched on a little bit is how much like pandemic times and, and, and COVID has just affected trying to make any of this happen. Teams in different countries and teams on different 
training tracks and, um, you know, are, are they, you know, and, and everyone has quote unquote agreed to this, right? All three teams have agreed, all three teams, CSA is not a team. Um, both teams and the CSA have agreed to this um, outcome. Uh, however, reluctantly, I don't know, um, is, you know, like it should, should, should the match even have, should they even have tried? Should they have tried to find a different solution that isn't this one? Should the um, previous, the current holder of the Voyager's Cup, which is uh, the Snowflakes, should they have gone through? Should, as Duncan said, should it yeah, have gone to, to Hamilton because they're the Canadian, you know, the, the Camp Yell champ. So I don't know. I don't know. What, what is the, like, you know, they haven't really given a, other than the fact that they can train, like the reason for Toronto C being the team is, you know, wobbly at best. Yes, they got to this as the finalist, but eh, I don't know. I, 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 I'm with Mark. I lean more towards CSA. I think too many people let this drag on for too long when it could have been resolved a long time ago. Maybe there was the hope that they could have, you know, they thought things would be better and we could make some money off this if we just hold off in the future. And, you know, I don't know if they truly thought fans could be at it. I doubt that. But really, this could have been resolved in it. Who cares? It could have been under a bubble somewhere with like B teams. It just, it, it just would have meant something to have the match and have a winner, no matter how it shook out. Mm-hmm. Well, but uh-huh. then you would have had, you would have had, fans from one side, you know, likely the Hamilton side, saying, well, our players haven't trained. They haven't been together in months. But wouldn't, What's but the wouldn't point of having this match? Wouldn't have a shot been better, though? Like, even, like, even, and then imagine that giant killing. Holy crap. What a story that would have been. Because, you know, yes, TFC would have the advantage. They have the advantage anyway. They have, you know, million-dollar players versus guys who, you know, are waiting for... Uh, 22000 a year? a new a new grocery store to open up so they can you know hopefully work in the back for a few extra bucks but uh so like yeah i don't know it just seems to me like a shot no matter when would have been better than no shot at all but hey i i don't know i listen the, the perfect solution now is tfc gets gets knocked out hard by leon and then hamilton ends up becoming the canadian champion after the fact at least it's at least there's some uh, some lulls to that. That's you wouldn't want TFC to advance. Uh, I'm not don't want TFC to advance. No, I'm not anti TFC or pro Leon or want anything bad to happen to them or anything like that. But I'm just saying this situation, the 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 karma result of this is Hamilton beating them in the future and TFC not really doing much at all in the Champions League. Agreed. And basically, you know, this whole thing, oh, now it's going to be at Tim Horton's field, some vague point in the future. So, hey, let's, hopefully that can be far enough away that fans are actually allowed in to watch and everything. And, uh, you know, that would be nice to be able I mean, to actually I mean, was that the, watch what, that. And I think that's just, the plan. That's, 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 the, that's the carrot for, but was for that the, Yeah, was that, the, was that the pieces of silver that they, oh, you'll be able to make some revenue off it? That's kind of... That I kind think of so, yeah. That's a, yeah, but that's a bit like, ugh, nice reason. Yeah, but then why was the game going to be a BMO field originally? How did yeah. that get decided? 
Well, listen, this is been prepared. You know, it's been under a bubble. It's been looked after. I don't know yeah, I, I what guess they've the, been doing the, in terms of I guess looking after grass, Tim Hortons Field. The grass at Tim Hortons Field's a bit rough these days. <laughs> but you know what? It, it, this, it, all these questions brings back to the fact that there shouldn't be these questions. I know it's weird times, but, and this is the CSA being, uh, uh, you know, not up to scratch like other football associations where these rules and these players, these, you know, plans are put into place very solidly. Like, it, it's like, it's just rules as you go and they change day by day. This is, eh. So, yeah, my blame also leans towards them, not fully on them, but, eh, they, their ineptitude rarely ends. Mm. They could have at least had a coin toss or like a, a coach's arm wrestling match or something. You know, that's a that's one, some kind of contest to decide. FIFA. Yes, you know, there you go. Your, each team picks its best player and best two out of three. I don't know. Mm. Whatever. There's many maybe options. They some, maybe they had some anti-union conferences to attend. Hey, yo. <laughs> Uh, um, what else was about to say there? Uh, yeah, and the other thing with the, you're right, this 2020 Voyager's Cup final is going to happen at some point. Uh, this should in no way be just kind of mushed together and be the 2021 final as well. That contest should actually happen. I feel like that I've seen that suggestion out so in public. So right, I yeah, I agree with you, Duncan. Um, no. I think you know, yes, have your have this match between TFC and Hamilton. Let's have whatever, you know, but yes, let's have a proper Voyager's Cup competition uh, for for 2021 uh, that involves all those teams that, you know, especially those lower league teams, you know, League One Ontario and uh, the, Quebec, the, the Quebec teams and that sort of thing that haven't, didn't get a chance to play at all. Like, mm -hmm. you know, that's what the point of this competition is supposed to be. Maybe if they maybe if they were so into buys, they could have just told uh, uh, Con Concacaf that uh, yeah, we can't claim a winner, so Leon gets the buy. Oh, oh, oh! You know, Toronto clearly had, didn't have to play a game to get to the quarterfinals. Why the fuck should they have to play a game to get to the next round after that? TFC straight to the final. You know, no, fuck it. TFC Concacaf Cup champions. Final. Yeah, let's have done it. Yeah. Hooray. Well done, Don Garber. That brings up an interesting point, Kristen, about the lower leagues. Because while, say, CanPL supporters complain, oh, we didn't get our fair shot at the, the V Cup, whatever, whether that's for supporters or the league as a whole, um, League One Ontario and the PSLQ, uh, the Quebec League, um, they didn't get their fair shot at all because they just didn't or probably well, well, they couldn't play last. So, like, I mean, no disrespect to those that do support League One Ontario teams. Um, are there enough of them to make enough noise for that to be relevant? I, that, that, I know that's a kind of a shitty proposition just to kind of dismiss how many people who do like L League One to support their local side. That's, but what it's about is, like, there's enough people to make enough noise about Forge slash KMPL not getting a fair shot at Champions League. Are there enough voices for the the leagues below it to do the same for the same reason? Oh, so, but I don't like, think any of those leagues would 
you know, it was unfortunate what happened to them last year, but I know like they but, didn't, their leagues didn't play at all. I, I don't yeah. think anyone from those leagues is saying, Hey, what about us? And I, I think it's the precedence of saying, well, well, you know, if this, if these guys are complaining that they didn't get a fair shot at the cup because of X, Y, and Z, why couldn't an entire other leagues say the same reason with not only X, Y, and Z, but A, B, C, and D to go with it. You know what I mean? Like they would have more of a reason to go, well, Hey, what the fuck? We didn't even get a chance to qualify for this due to unforeseen circumstances. And you guys are complaining about not getting to play the final due to unforeseen circumstances. So I don't know. It's, it's a slippery slope. I accept that. And I still think the CSA fucked up. That's fine. I just feel do like we really did, think either I just feel like you're way real. back with that. That's all. Um, Sorry, I'm going to guess probably not now. There you uh, go. Uh, Mex- are Mexican teams playing right now? Are they? Yep. yep. Okay. They're yeah, full then, swing. Okay. Then no. No. Stay tuned That's for true. our show in, in April when we preview this match. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Uh, it's 2-0 uh, Leon away and one <laughs> Yes. All right. Well, more. The Lion more will kick. not sleep tonight. Fun, um, fun in giant quotes. So one of the things that has been an issue uh, with the Campial since its beginning, um, and especially in the last year and a half, especially the last year, I guess, and something that we've talked about on the show a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, and that won't stop, um, is uh, lack of transparency from the league, um, lack of willingness to recognize the players union, uh, which is, again, one of the things the Players Union has been calling for is transparency. And a lot of it is centered around what players get paid. And, you know, we've talked about that more uh, in recent weeks as, you know, information um, is, has, been, has been leaked and been discussed more and more uh, on our show. Uh, Dwayne's written stuff about it. Other people have put stuff out about it. And, you know, Mounting pressure is is a good thing. So um, in classic, uh, hey, you don't need a union, we'll be good to you style, um, the league not only released their numbers finally, um, but announced, and this is the thing, and I don't think enough people have, have decided to like focus on this, announced that they actually have raised slash formed an official league minimum for the players who aren't eSports players because they only play part of the year because they're still in school, um, which is $22,000. And there's still a, a bit of a wobble whether or not uh, that includes the housing allowance they receive. Um, but the indication is that housing allowance is on top of that which bumps it up to probably around $26,000, which still isn't a lot, which means they all have roommates. Um, I think a lot of them, and I presume this is why the teams always just seem to draft people from nearby. Exactly. Nearby universities. Staying at home. A lot of them are still living with their parents, aren't mm-hmm. they? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They would oh, have well. to be. Yes. Um, so so 30, some 30 players received... A bump up to twenty-two thousand. Up to twenty-two thousand. That's how many. That's how many players in a small eight-team league. That's more than a team full of players 
Um, so that's more than one, you know, one eighth of the league uh, was making under 22,000 that aren't the U sports players. Those pampered bastards. Right? <laughs> yes, seriously. So that's crazy that a, enough. That is, that is a parking lot full of Hyundai ponies. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yes, yeah, so the league is saying that every each team has a salary cap of 1.2 mil. And this counts for both players, coaching, and technical staff. So this is for everybody. And the player, the player spend is between 650000 and 850000 And we'd previously heard 750000 was the ceiling, but that could account for a whole bunch of raises. Um, and everything else goes to coaches and technical staff. And this doesn't include um, league bonuses for MVPs and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But again, 22,000 is the, is the number. Um, and again, it's so little money. Um, and it is somewhat appalling that <laughs> that many players had to be raised up to that level. Uh, I, I guess it's a, it's a step that the numbers are actually out there. Um, and it's a step that, you know, again, so much pressure has been coming from the outside to make those numbers public. Um, so that is a good result in that sense. But is it, you know, do we listen to the league saying, oh, we know we have to pay them more money and we want to be a top three league in CONCACAF? <laughs> um, they, you know, oh, they, they, want, they want to be a top three north of Mexico. <laughs> yeah. Look out, Bermuda. Look out, St. Pierre and Miquelon. We're coming after you. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know that the you know that, that that those are their lofty goals. Um, and trying to frame it is, oh, look at all the good we're doing. Look at all the young Canadians that weren't playing professional soccer prior to 2019. Look what we've done. You know. Um, so yeah, it's something. But, it is you know. something yeah, and it's it definitely is. it's an important something mm -hmm. um i just i i sort of quail at the thought that that should be enough it's something should... but it's it's not altruistic they're not running a charity like they're not doing it you know for the good of the canadian players they're doing it to sell tickets and to basically stake a claim to be one of the people that gets to participate in the big 2026 money grab. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. And mm. to potentially and to potentially sell those players that you've not paid very much if they happen to turn out to be wonderful to a team who comes and buys them for many, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars, potentially. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, let's not pat them on the back for doing the absolute bare minimum. As Kristen mentioned at the beginning, this is a classic technique when uh, a group of workers is looking to organize, uh, looking to join a, you know, to have a union recognized is to do a very bare minimum upping of salary and, you know, classic themes of, oh, well, why would you need a union? Look, we're, we're moving in the right direction. It's, we you care. Know, this, yeah. Mm -hmm. this is, you know, mm -hmm. we're not, let's not, not go crazy for what should have been the minimum for when the league started. I'm not, and I'm not even talking about the salary. I'm talking about the transparency. So 
you know, long way to go before they start getting laurels. Yes, agreed. True. And the the, the twenty two thousand. I mean, how long have like the season? I feel like it's about like six months or so that the season more or less is running. But uh, you know, that's a, a decent chunk of the year, especially if you add in preseason and everything. When presumably they're all expected to be turning up and doing training and that sort of thing. It's hmm. well, yeah, and, and really to be up yeah. a, a, a top pro that they expect. You know, as they keep telling everybody that you know that's what this league is about, top professional, you know, professionals in Canada. Your your off season can't be spent, you know, driving a forklift or whatever. You know, doing something. You, you got to be thinking about your training. <laughs> if, if you're trying to be a next level professional, it's it's a year round job. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, you, you know, we, we in Canada, we've seen that years ago with uh, Olympic athletes saying the same thing. Like, you know, they were famously eating craft dinner and like scratching around to find any money just so they could train when it wasn't the lead up to the Olympics or something, because they would be useless at the Olympics if they weren't training for the other three years. So, yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's at one point that, you know, that was kind of like, you know, that's sort of a, almost a, a, a badge of honor. Oh, in my youth, this is what I did. But should you have to? Yeah. No. No. Yeah. That's not when people are paying money to watch you. Exactly. Exactly. Like I, so, I, I will still maintain if you make, if you make less than I do, are you really professional? And not to say like I'm not, I'm not like hemorrhaging cash or I'm not poor, but like to me, I've been conditioned as a sports fan that professionalism means you're doing you're doing at least okay for yourself and by this metric that is in this in this article um no most of them are not yeah i mean the definition of professionalism i suppose is that you were getting paid to play the game sure true but these guys are still going to be stressed out of their minds trying to make ends meet Never mind the fact if they've got a family or th- just being married. Like if it, not to say, not to say that, you know, these guys are going to be, uh, you know, single income families, but that's not enough money for one person to live off of. Never mind an athlete that's supposed to be of high performance. If that's, if that 22,000, 26,000, whatever it is, it's supposed to contribute to whatever living conditions a player might have whether it's Halifax or Vancouver or Victoria or Toronto or like, is that enough? Still no, still no, still Mm -hmm. not. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's a growing league. Yes. We got to get to a point. Yes. I get all that. It seems like a lot of conjecture, but um, I'm I'm, like, I'm, I'm glad it's transparent, but that only just highlights the fact that it's still not enough and it's as bad as we imagined. Exactly. So we've got, so what was interesting was that, um, and Neil Davidson, whose hands must have, he must have had like carpal tunnel on Monday, the number of things he was generating, because this is when all, a lot of this broke. So he's the one who put out the, uh, the piece about the numbers. And then, what, 15 minutes later, put out uh, an interview with Marcel Dion, who had recently retired from uh, active play, who's been the president of the, of the PFA um 
and talking about uh, a lot of different issues with the with the league in terms of yeah in terms of transparency in terms of um, players having voices uh, obviously with the recognition issue um, you know we talked about PFA uh, being a candidate member of uh, FIFPro. Uh, so they've got, I think, two years before they're recognized as a full member. Um, but one of the things that, again, that comes up over and over again, that we talk about over and over again, other than lack of transparency, is the um, league being unwilling uh, to recognize the union and to have, you know, to give the union a voice uh, for the players. Um, and one of the things that, you know, the other option, if the league won't recognize, and we've mentioned this before, is that the union has to go to the different provincial, uh, different provinces in which there are teams and get certification there. And they have to do province by province. And that is both uh, costly uh, from a financial standpoint and uh, from a time standpoint. And the people who administrate the PFA don't make any money. Uh, mm -hmm. The union dues are a pittance because they understand that these players aren't making anything. Um, so, you know, there's a there's an ongoing frustration, and uh, it's again, if you haven't if you haven't read the the interview, um, you know, you should. Um, Sardell Young's probably going to be the the president again. He's running for he's got he's the I think he's the, I do think he's the lone candidate. Um, uh, at the uh, there's going to be a, an AGM at the end of the month, um, but I don't know. Maybe someone else is going to stand, but he's running for re-election. And then there's this again. There's this ongoing thing where yeah, we talk about like this transparency and oh look, a, a salary bump is a way to sort of uh, sway players uh, back from the big bad union. And you have these obviously very opposing sides, but what it comes down to is that the players still don't have a voice and um, you know, players are talking to people in the background saying, you know, please keep speaking up for us. Please keep talking about this. We want this to go through. Um, and no matter what the league is saying, again, when you've got, you know, over 90% of the players in this league who signed a union card at the drop of a hat, Without, without really much persuasion at all. Um, I think, you know, you have, to, you have to look at that and the way the league uh, holds their contracts, um, you know, changing of rules, not talking about it. There's still that issue with the, play, with the play cut from last year, all of these things, right? There's no transparency. It just gets, they just get told this is what's happening and that they have no choice in the matter. And, and that's not a good thing. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I realized that was just a bit of a rant. I apologize. No, but I feel also too, Kristen, that that this is if anybody has any feelings, emotions, empathy for the players in the situation that they're going through, like we're gonna run into these rants. We're going to run into the shit. Some people some people just want the players to have better conditions. Some people want to go deeper into those issues. You know, I, we are some of those people, which leads to ranting. So no, I don't think there's an apology necessary. Um, like, 
I want better for the players. I want better for all players. This isn't this is just, this for me. This isn't even a KMPL issue. This is a North American footballing issue. Like it's great and all that MLS has got a salary cap of whatever millions it is, but like when you can still have a player that makes more than the entire rest of the team that isn't, you know, designated player worthy, that to me is still dysfunctional. The bottom, like the, 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 the floor, the salary floor in MLS is much better now than it was in 2007, much, much better or whenever. Yeah. 2007 year one. But it's still, it's still got TFC's first year was 2007. Yes, there was no league before before TFC really came. No, oh, you mean when (laughs) TFC reinvented the league exactly and saved the league? Yes, flawed. Okay, it wasn't even a league, right? I I think they were just practicing, they were just waiting, they were just waiting for us. They were, they were just waiting for us. But and that was mutiny was a fever dream. I, yeah, I, I imagined it. <laughs> but that, that Carlos was... Valderrama would have come to to play, and he never came to play. Never he's, he, never. he's never been. No. He's never been in America. Nope. No. <laughs> but this is just it, right? Like we've seen, we've seen it come from where it was to where where it where it is now, and it's good, and it can still get better. It can still get better. Yeah. But yeah, it, it, yeah. And it, to, on to, uh, adding to what Mark's saying is like, you know, we have listeners who are probably not as uh, pro-union for any number of reasons. And, and you don't even have to be like rah-rah union about it. If you, you can be selfish about it as a fan. If you want, a, want to see a better CPL, if you want to see the league improve, you want to see better, you know, the players be better, whether that's the ones already playing or the future ones, you are, you should be invested in the league taking better pay, better care of the players because the better they're taken care of and better they are, the more happy they are playing in this league and the league is attractive, the better football you'll see. Agreed. Agreed. Absolutely. Fun. Fun. Being a Canadian soccer fan, so much fun. There's no, no drama, drama at all. It's just about no the sport. drama. It's just smooth sailing. Exactly. It's all about the sport. Mm-hmm. All about the love of the beautiful game. Goals. Bants. Um, all right. March qualifiers. World Cup qualifiers are supposed to start later on this month. And I say supposed to. Um, because Common Ball has canceled theirs due to uh, COVID and quarantine restrictions. Due to Brazil. And, due to Brazil. And the, you know, the, the, there's been a lot of talk uh, that CONCACAF is going to do the same. And, and the, the expectation was that it was actually already would have happened this week because the common ball announcement was on the, uh, was on the weekend, it was on Saturday, I believe. Um, but, you know, these qualifiers are coming up in a couple of weeks now. Like this is, this is soon. This isn't a, oh, we could still, no, no, no. This is like any minute now. So uh, March 26th, I think, is Canada's first scheduled World Cup qualifying match. Mm. Um, yeah. Bound However, to happen. It's, it's probably not going to happen. But CONCACAF has still not canceled their dates. So it's just a... Uh, Maybe Canada see. will get a buy. <laughs> <laughs> we will uh, we will probably end up talking about this uh, more next week. And then, speaking of qualifiers, there's the Olympic qualifiers, which start 
um, next week sometime. Um, and that seems to still be going through. But where were they the, supposed to happen? Those are, uh, oh, I'm pretty sure, isn't everything just happening in Florida? Um, <laughs> I'm it's pretty like sure. I, I, feel, I feel like I feel it's, like everything it's is the world's fun. safest place. <laughs> you can have you can have monkey fights on boats. It's true. Um, I'm pretty sure that yeah that that's that's all uh, all happening in Florida. Um, let's see. Does it say where they're playing the matches? Um, that should be their new state motto. It's probably happening here. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, da, 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 da. Why doesn't it say? Why doesn't it say where the matches are? This is really annoying. nobody knows. <laughs> nobody knows except for they do. Um, anyway, so yeah, the uh, the like I said, the first match for Canada is uh, for this one is is next Friday um, against El Salvador, and there was you know sort of some hope for how this was going to go, you know, it was going to be a good test for the younger Canadian players, a lot of whom play for TFC. None of them are going to the Olympic qualifiers because they're all in quarantine. Um, and a couple of the, you know, like uh, Alfonso Davies and Jonathan David are not making the trip back for this. Uh, so we have, you know, a very young and not veteran heavy experience you know like there's this is a this is more going to be more difficult perhaps um and yeah and Mar Mar uh Biello is is said you know yes it was it is unfortunate and they did plan to call um some of the the young tfc players to this squad which was you know intended um and now isn't happening so the olympic qualifying tournament should be interesting I'm not sure how or where it's being broadcast. One soccer showing it? Do we know? What's that? Anyone? Two soccer is, uh, is very interested in the rights. Yeah, yeah, very interested in the rights. You're in charge of all of uh, two soccer programming, Duncan, so it's important that you keep us surprised. Will do, will do. Thank you, thank you, appreciate it. Um, so yeah, yay, yay for football and a pandemic um so that's potentially not happening I, I, who knows maybe maybe the olympic qualifiers will suddenly get canceled too i don't know we're still waiting for the olympics to be canceled but um mm -hmm. expect us to be talking about the uh the 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 concacaf uh world cup qualifiers to be canceled next week and perhaps we'll preview uh, a Canadian U23 Olympic qualifying squad match next week as well. All right, it's MLS time. Yes, we are going to talk about a little bit of MLS. Um, 
not so much about yay schedule not really schedule home games you whatever uh the mls transfer window is open so maybe there will be some signings um that'd be exciting you know, that would be exciting uh send in some you know send in some are you okay love to our dcu fam for lucho acosta going to wkrpfc hmm. um and duncan this one's for you go on Preki's still a sounding enthusiast. Oh, sorry. Yeah. He's an assistant coach for the sounding enthusiast. He's an assistant sounding enthusiast. Yeah, he's an assistant <laughs> he, sounder. He, he holds he's the hammer. He's learning his trick. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is that like the assistant regional docker? Yeah, and it's, 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 it's like, you know, there was somebody there who's doing the sounding, and he's in the, he's in the background holding the things, and the guy's like, metal Just rod, passing them over. and he kind of hands it over, and the guy inserts it. Uh, the girl inserts it. Who knows? And uh, but yeah, Preki's. Yeah, <laughs> he's the one out there. You know, you've got to make sure they all the various different. Uh, are they called sounds? I presume. I presume that's where it comes from. You got to all the different little metal rods are all sterilized and ready to go. All the different sizes oh, that you need. It's well, it's it's a complicated thing. You can't deny it's it. They're way more solid at the position. back. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, I think it's more upfront solidity that mm. it brings. Yeah, but still, he it believes in. It just doesn't get any better. This run, go for it. No, Keep it going. really doesn't. Yeah, no, that's that's, mm. that's why I made sure to include this. Um, mm -hmm. And then in uh, more more dramatic but also hilarious uh, MLS news uh, having to do with uh, Miami Vice, um, they're in trouble again. Oh, they're <laughs> such for, bad boys. I know. So, what are you gonna do? Where's Crockett and Tubbs when you need them? Um, so Where's Glenn Fry? Ah, oh, the heat is on. Oh, um, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> that's one for the kids listening. Yeah. So uh, Major League Soccer Ooh, has begun a, a formal review job. of Inter-Miami CF signing of midfielder Lays Matuti. Specifically, I know I said his name wrong, I don't care. Uh, specifically investigating whether the signing of the player complied with Major League Soccer's salary budget and roster guidelines. Natch. MLS has a budget and guidelines that it cares about now? Apparently. So Is at the time of his blame? transfer, there was surprise that a player of his pedigree, having just won a World Cup two years earlier, mm -hmm. was signed with the help of Tam and not as a designated player. Hmm. This was surprising. I hope According... he does sign because the way you say his name sounds like a guy who smokes his own shards. <laughs> smokes his own shards. Wow. I blaze my duty. Ah. <laughs> I'm with yeah. it now. I'm with it somehow. Uh, well According done, to well done. the roster rules for 2020, <laughs> Um, that meant that his salary was at least $612,000, but no more than 1.6. Um, however, <laughs> there's indications that a source with knowledge from the Ooh. team, um, that he is being paid additional monies. Mm. No one knows how much additional monies. However, they're being investigated. Um, and it's not uh, oh someone to do with Atlanta FC who cares? Um, anyway, it's hilarious, and 
you know, stay tuned. Whether or not uh, they get slapped with whatever MLS's version of a you've been naughty, fine is, Bex, or... Bex is a cheeky chappy, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, I know. That's why we bring him to the... That's why we're so happy he's back in the league. Lesson. Cheeky boy. Cheeky boy. Boys will be boys. Um, anyway, so hilarious, though. And then our last MLS uh, thing for today is... Seven years of this, Jesus. <laughs> Something we talked about last week. Uh, was just last week? Oh, my God. Uh, the Snowflakes have a new head coach, and it's Wilfred Nancy. Well that's, well, that's not mockable at all. I know. <laughs> what am I supposed to do with this joke? Huh? This information. I'm sorry. Way to be reasonable, jerks. <laughs> it has to happen occasionally, you guys. It does. He's got a um, kind of funny name. I mean, I don't know exactly what the jokes are. He's Willie Nancy, yeah. He's Willie yeah. Nancy. Um, but, you know, we talked about this last week as, 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 you know, for him as an option and whether or not the team would consider this. You know, he'd spoken up kind of vocally saying, I want the job. And whether, again, this is just an economy and we're like, we're like, okay, the season starts and oh dear gods and uh we don't have time we don't want to look for a new coach this guy's been around for a long time eh, why not we're still coming off a pandemic whether that's the underlying reasoning or where they really do believe in his knowledge and his ability um i don't care either way i'm just mm. kind of i'm just kind of you know i kind of like that he's going to be the coach i think it's good and that's weird because it's Montreal and I generally don't give a flying fuck what happens to them, but well, for this one thing, I'm kind of like, oh, all right then. From a reasonable, deserving football yes. standpoint, good hire. Exactly. From a, podca- from a seven years of podcasting standpoint, F you. Yeah. Where's, <laughs> How where, dare where, you? Where's, where's your washed up Italian you promised us? Exactly. <laughs> Well, they gave Promises us a year over Thierry Henry. I, I feel like this is this is kind of how they they work. Really, it's you know, they kind of go for a very sensible guy from inside, but then they don't give him anywhere near enough time before they move on to hey, flashy name, and you know we're a sensible guy that they're going to fuck over stage. Yeah. True. I mean, there's Fair. no comedy now, but it will. It's coming, is what you're saying? We have, we, have, coming, we have future yes. comedy? Okay, yeah. all right. You're, you're nope. on the clock, Roberto Baggio. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> ah, Andrea Pirlo, I mean, you know, Juventus, is it really going all that well? No, but still, it's Andrea Pirlo, so bring him in, even if he does shit the bed. Yeah. What a shit, though. So mm. stylish. Oh. I mean, the bed is just <laughs> heaven. It's like oh, silk sheets. Yeah. With a nice that steaming is, that, curler. That bed is improved by it has a Andrea built-in wine Pirlo too, shit you know? Oh, yeah. Mm. Just the texture, just how he managed to kind of like swirl it out into it, that oh, perfect yeah. little poop emoji. I, like oh. a soft serve. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Grazie, maestro. I, mm. <laughs> Mwah. Yes. Did it, did it really need a kiss after that one? I'm just... <laughs> I just, flo- I just just putting it out there. Did it need it? No, but can you look at that and not want to kiss it, Mark? That's yeah. Mark. Okay, you know what? You make a good point, Duncan. Yes. That's an Andrea Marco, Pirlo kiss shit. It. Marco, kiss it the poop. 
Marco. Is it a poop? Kiss it. Marco, kiss it a poop. Oh, that's my favorite new game show. Marco, kiss it a poop. Is it a poop? I don't know. Is it a poop? I'm oh, gonna go. No. Uh, yes. Marco, kiss it a poop. Not a poop. Oh. <laughs> allora. <laughs> Stay tuned for our new podcast, Marco. Is it a poop? Only on Two Soccer. <laughs> great. It's gonna be a great show. I feel like I feel like we're really gonna bring in the ratings on that one. Can we move on to the last section now? I guess yeah. so. Jesus. <laughs> one track mind. on this week's mm. show it is tfc talk where we do talk about tfc we, um, have to. we do have to you mm. have to endure this seven fucking years <laughs> exactly <laughs> not in tibet but talking about tfc this is what we do um again all this everything that's happening on monday with the with the union with the cpl salary numbers and more union talk and everything uh, on the tail end of that, and we've mentioned this before, was that number of TFC players and staff tested positive for COVID. They had to do an official statement and everyone's isolating and no one's near each other. Everyone's at home and doing all of these things. And so that was that was the start of, uh, of TFC's week and wasn't that fun. Um, not much of an update other than, yep, everyone's still isolating. No, no one's training. You know, this is what's happening. So Hopefully, well, Chris, Ar- Chris Armis's famous spin the bottle team building exercise. I know, is a, just went. Is a, just another failure. Um, so hopefully, uh, whoever um, is ill recovers quickly, and that no, you know, there isn't too much community spread amongst the team and staff. Um, Unless they're ill that- in, which is cool. <laughs> Do they have a license to all that? Um, and then the saga of Pablo Piatti, it's over. He's gone. Duncan, he's gone. Oh, no. I know. I, I thought you would be happy. I, I'm, I'm so sad. I, mm. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make you sad. Oh, I was trying to make I like you that he broke up. I like that he broke up with him on Instagram. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. That's 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 how you do it, right? Isn't that the yeah. isn't that the he's, like, he's down with the kids. Yeah. The cool is. way to do it with the kids now. Yeah. yeah. I guess, I guess you? His, is that what that was? I guess his, TikTok, his TikTok wasn't working. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh yes, he posted uh, a farewell before he'd even signed with his uh, La Liga club, but it was a uh, thanks oh. Toronto, see you the best in the have, future. Where did he actually go? Uh, it's that club that's uh, near Barcelona. Elche? Sure. Yeah. Cool. 
Espanol. So Pratt. Yeah. Is it do you play for Pratt? That's a club. It's awesome. No, I was playing that for Elche. Entertaining. Uh, um, Elche. It means oh. the Che. Yes. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Spanish. So uh yes. They're but they are in a relegation battle. Currently 18th out of 20 teams. Although a point away from safety, apparently. So dun dun dun. So the Piatti Airy, Piatti Airy, the Piatti era at TFC is over. Fairly Man, well. What a le- what a legacy. And it wasn't oh, it. It was wasn't even a Nacho Piatti. That would have been better. Fiatto mm. Piatti period would have been better. Uh, Agreed. A era. A Nacho awesome. Piatti year would have been better. I would have been very happy yeah. about that. Um, you know, where are they now? Where where? Where are they now? Where are they now? I don't know. Where are they now? Where are they now? Former TFC goalkeeper, reader of Don't Drink and Drive announcements, and fixer of players. Sikanovich. (laughs) So Joe Bendick has been re-signed by the Union. Whoa, 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 whoa. Sam Reynolds. (laughs) (laughs) Brian Edwards. I'm hoping for Stephen Ah. Fry. Ah, that's Brian Edwards. Kanaka. Mm. Brady Hall. Oh, Brady oh. Hall. Ooh, 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 ooh. I'd say David Monsalve, but he has a real job right now, so no. Um, so John Joe Bendick. Conway. Is John Conway back? <laughs> <laughs> As goalkeeping coach, yes. Um, so Bendick, because he was, you know, his contract was declined at the end of the 2020 season, but they have re-signed him. Um, I don't know if it's just a, on a yearly contract but in the press release said all the, all the good things, all the all the right and supportive things, and uh, you know obviously Andre Blake is their number one keeper. Um, For I don't now. know if Matt. I don't know yeah. if Matt exactly. I, yeah, look at him. a goalkeeping controversy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I I feel like Bendix probably ahead of their other keeper. He's a youth player, Matt Fries. I don't know anything about him. I'm just guessing that. Bendick is the, you know, daily backup keeper. Um, so Andre he's back. Blake better ask Stefan Fry how that goes. Yes. <laughs> um, eight years. He's Seven. <laughs> Bendick's been in the league for eight years. Oh, well, I guess he's the reason we made the show. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Um, and then the home openers were announced, quote unquote, and, Ooh, when do uh, we go to BMO? <laughs> so T- TFC are opening their season away to <gasps> Club Snowflake, and oh, uh, Club Snowflake. That's Voodoo then. It's Montreal. Um, I thought in, we were playing uh, sort of Vancouver, or is that just like Vancouver's that, home opener or something, or, or TFC's home opener? That's TFC's home opener. We're uh, our first match is away, away to uh, to Montreal. And then, yes, a week later, we host ah. uh, Vancouver um, at Exploria Stadium in beautiful Orlando, Florida. Mm. Um, That's not yeah. our home. <laughs> it is now. Florida, it's probably happening here. Hooray! <laughs> it's going to bring a whole new, uh, you know, Florida, just do whatever to, you want. To the Florida man stories, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Will they all be able to get the vaccine while they're down there? I think that would be nice. 
Oh, that that something nice. Florida does. Yeah, that'd be useful. Um, but I think so. Uh, so Toronto is playing um, in Orlando, uh, whereas Montreal is going to be. Speaking of Miami Vice, uh, playing uh, at their stadium uh, in Fort Lauderdale for the foreseeable future. That's their I wish we, home stadium. I wish we could have gone to one of the real redneck like Florida towns, Gainesville or something. <laughs> I'm not. I'm. I'm not going to say no to that. I think that would have been far more entertaining. Yeah, the Redsnecks. Mm. Hey, there you go. Um, what I want to know is, are there any, uh, are there still any former TFC players on Orlando? In Orlando? Yeah, uh, probably. Because they're everywhere. It's true. They're all over the league. That's a, that's a good point as I, as I scroll here. Not that I can remember, but yeah. Yeah, I don't think there is. I think this is actually, there's a, it's a, it's a, it's a TFC free, uh, team that they're going to share, share digs with. So. Um, uh, well, you never so want to share a place with your ex, anyway. Yeah, exactly. It's always awkward. Who gets the TV at which time? And yeah, you know. Um, so yeah, exciting, exciting. Inevi inevitable absent-minded sex. Mm -hmm. Anyway, that's um, the best kind of sex. <laughs> I don't like thinking. Fair. Mm. Too so. Much the first match is April 17th, 2 p.m. Um, against Montreal uh, at Inter-Miami CF Stadium. Ah, and then home. The, exactly. And then, and then TFC's home opener is a week later on the 24th uh, at Exploria Stadium uh, against the Whitecaps at 3 p.m. Uh, I wish matches. we could have played where that imaginary uh, Tampa Bay Mutiny used to play. <laughs> Um, yes, that would have been different. So, you know, there you go. Plan your non-trips accordingly. Um, and then finally, before we go, uh, Monday, God, a lot of things happened on Monday. This was a busy week. Um, so Monday was nine years since the Skydome match. Seven years. Could they, uh, yeah, oh, seven. yeah. Since the Skydome match. Um, oh, but also, it was a year to the day since we were last at BMO Field because global pandemic. Yet. Or at least some of us were at BMO Field. Um, that place is were, far. Were we all there? No. It was very cold. It's been a while. It has been a I while. Was, I was definitely there with Tony. I'm pretty sure I was there with you, Kristen. I was definitely there. I'm not, no, no, but with, with you. Like you were, you sat with us. We were, to, we sat together. So yes. I meant the, 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 the gathering part. Oh, not yes. Attendance. Yes. Oh yeah. I, I was absolutely there. We were, we were just using our, our, our actual regular seats rather yeah. than standing with you guys, but oh, totally hundred percent there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. That's why I was, that's all I was going for. I wasn't, questioning, I wasn't questioning anybody's dedication to the cause. <laughs> Tony was still bright eyed and bushy tailed at that point. So Oh, my tail was fluffy, man. Oh, no. That fucking tail was immaculate. Oh, man. It was like doing that thing that goes like... Oh, straight nice. out of Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. Bonkers. Um, yeah. Anyway, so, 
you know, that's the last match that any of us were able to attend when, you know, the, the, and then the world shut down. So, you know, without a year of being in the stands, and again, we, it's not that we haven't all endured not having a local team to, to support our matches to go through. Has, has this changed the way you look at soccer? Um, you know, your love of the game or how you think of it in any way in this last year? I don't think so, really. I, um, you know, it's, it's still something I'm technically interested in and would... <laughs> technically. Wow. Wow. Duncan, you know, could you dial back the emotion, please? Like, seriously, you know, like, just... just... I mean, We're your friends, but tone it back a little. Yeah. I know. I must admit, since I've been, you know, at home a lot during the day, and you know, the the EPL has been playing one game at a time. You know, like I've had TV on and had soccer on the TV in the background a lot more than I ever used to. So, you know, mm -hmm. that's nice at least. That's I think. Uh, I think for me. Um, I mean, the love of the game has not changed, um, but clearly I've taken f complete, you know, granted, like for granted, the experience of going to a damn game. Like, I didn't realize how much of my social life, but just getting the fuck out of the house life. <laughs> involved going to a stadium and watching people kick a soccer ball like really truly i didn't re like i didn't realize how much i actually miss it until it was probably about like july or august that's not because you know of anything about soccer going to games but it was like it was it was one of those holy shit i have not seen human beings that weren't my family in months this is this is June, just July, and now it's even worse. Like I'm really miss the social aspect of going to games. I miss standing next to you guys and making fun of the thing in front of us, or marveling at the thing in front of us. Or he has a name. name. I let's 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 leave Jeremy out of this. But let's like, leave a still out of this. But like. I'm, I'm, I absolutely miss that part. And whether it's going to Toronto Sea Games or Forge Games, like I miss the interaction. And I actually miss that more than the live footy itself. And I love live footy. I love live sport. I love the live theater of it all. But just like the random, hey, have you been's? Like not to say that like I haven't had as many people like face-to-face just to have that, hey, how have you been? Good seeing you. How's things? Like, I, it's, it's, it's such a weird little trivial facet of the game, but it's clearly meant more to me than I gave it credit for when I was doing it. You know? Like, I wonder how Augusto and family are doing. You know, I wonder how John Arthur's doing. I see, I, I've, I've had the pleasure of seeing... Um, Martin. Dear friend of the show, Martin Bailey, uh, uh, exactly once due to scarf delivery, legend. Also, um, are you still walking to, to work? Just you should have. I'm sorry. I should have had heads up. Um, hopefully there's not as much traffic. But anyway, 
like I've seen him once, but I miss running into him. I, and it's not those people specifically, but those were part of the adventure. Those were part of the day. Those were part of the game. Those, that was, that was as much a part of the experience. Never mind you guys. I absolutely miss you guys, but I miss the people that I otherwise would probably never see on a day-to-day basis or a year to year basis was not for the football. So yeah, uh, if anything, I really miss the social aspect. I've watched a lot of other football. I've, I mean, I've got, I've seen more fucking Brentford matches in the last twelve months. Thank you, Dazone, uh, than <laughs> than I could ever imagine, and that's fantastic. But that is not. I feel like that might be a, a side effect of the thing rather than just the availability of the technology. Because some of those games I probably wouldn't have watched because I was going to go to an actual game. So, mm. yeah, it's, it's, that's where I'm at. I, I really miss the interaction of seeing people and seeing people I'm familiar with and people who are familiar with me and the random, random ass, random fucking comments we would make. Those were all part of the experience. I cannot wait for that to come back. I long for it. If I could lie to get my shot to make this go faster, I would, but I know it doesn't make that much of a difference, but that's where I am. So yes, that's the only thing that's really changed about my love of soccer is that it's really brought under the umbrella of the periphery that I took for granted. You old romantic, Mac. What could I say? Oh, uh, titty boobs. Did that undo yeah, it a, bit, yeah. a little bit? I just wanted, wanted to kind of take the gra- you know, that gravity out of it a bit. So, yeah. Yeah, I think, like, oddly, I appreciate it more. Although it's going to be weird not having soccer on the TV almost every day. Because that's been, that has been nice. That's been like, oh, I can just sort of, you know, spread this out throughout the week. This is delightful. There's always a game on. On, on the very rare occasion that it doesn't happen, I actually find that I'm angry. I'm like, what do you mean there's not a game on? How dare they? Isn't there supposed to be, isn't this supposed to be round the clock soccer now? Isn't the world we live in where some league is playing, which I can watch a match? Come Dear on. Mr. DeZone, where's exactly. my soccer? <laughs> do you know what time it is? I demand satisfaction. It is but- 6.30 in the PM. <laughs> But I really do, like, I appreciate how lucky we are that we get to watch it, that um, that through all of this, there are leagues that have been playing, that have been trying to play, that have come back to play and suspended and whatever, um, that, you know, these, these, these athletes, and yes, it's not all altruistic, of course, you know, there's, there's money to be made, but we still get to enjoy what they're doing and we get to at least have a little piece of our world. Um, but yeah, the hardest part, and like, like Mark said, like that, that aspect, yes, there, there's something glorious about getting to watch your team live and cheer them on. And, um, you know, we also don't get to watch, you know, we haven't seen Canada play in a year and a half. It's probably going to be two years before we see them live, right? Um, is, yeah, is not being around your people. And that's who that's who you guys are to me you're my people you're my family and you know we joke about tfc family but you're you're my soccer family you're just my family Mm. and then 
having, yeah, visits from the other parts of your family, you know, like every match, Aaron climbs up from his seats and comes over to say hi. Mm-hmm. And we get, you know, we get to say hi to the Augustos and we wave at Cobra Kai and, mm-hmm. you know, I run into six gazillion people in the concourse and hug all of them. You do. Holy that's fuck. You. I miss that's, hugs. That's, that's, that's you. I know that's me. That's why that's why I said me specifically. Um, know, but like it's unbelievable how much that is actually. <laughs> I know. It's staggering. Yeah. If, if anybody if anybody has like wants to do a documentary on the people Kristen knows, you'll fill the whole thing in about two games. Just follow her. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, just just imagine imagine the first game back. Oh it's shit! Like, we're not getting to our seats. Just no, no. Like, like I'm gonna. I okay. You won't get there till about the 58th minute. I'll exactly. get there probably about the sixth. But Something I don't like know that. if I'll yes. actually start paying attention to the game until about the 20th or the second goal goes in. Yeah. So not having not having that interaction, not having that that, that shared moment, uh, that shared experiences with you guys and with people that I, you know, that I love and that I know and that I can message later and, and talk to later or see online or go out for drinks or, or whatever. But just Oh, I hate it so much. And it's so very hard. And um, I knew I was going to miss it because I missed it anyway when I missed matches for, for working. Because again, you guys are, you know, you guys are my people. You're, you're the people I see the most, the people I interact with and that are a huge part of my life, not just for these last seven years, but longer. Um, and years. I know, right? It's been a long time. Think, think, think about how long we've known each other. It's a long time now. It's like eight, um, isn't it? It's crazy. Remember episode three, <laughs> guys? We barely knew each other. <laughs> but it is... I was hired to a casting agent. It is the single... It is one of the single most difficult things is not getting to see um, your chosen family, let alone your your other family. You know, I don't I don't see anybody, but... Um, you know, this whole year is, is in a lot of ways, a, a, a blur because there's so little new experiences formed for the, for your brain, for your memory. Right. And my phone handily, helpfully, not so much keeps bringing up all these memories from the past. And most of them are soccer related because I take a lot of pictures at soccer matches and, um, it makes me, it makes me, it makes me happy that I have those experiences, but it makes me sad that we haven't had any of those for a year and we're not going to have any for many months to come. Mm-hmm. It's weird. It's a, it's a stupid world we live in right now, but anyway, I know I'm babbling. I just you, miss you, all of you. You. Get, you guys put a lot more thought and sincerity into that question than I did. But uh, generally I agree with your sentiments. That wasn't where I, it, it prompted me to go but yes i agree with those sentiments yeah i'm mostly into horse racing now <laughs> it's true <laughs> it's true i i don't i mean you keep inviting me on your podcast tony but i'm not like i don't what's I don't, tony's I don't, horse racing podcast called the uh, pony boy show uh yeah mm-hmm. oh you didn't go with giddy up with tony i was sure that's what it was going to be uh i didn't Does like explain? how much uh i didn't like like your hold over that trademark I told you I just wanted a small percentage. Like mm. it wasn't even thirty. Okay, so anyway, whatever. I'm, I'm test marketing a few. I'm thinking. I'm, I'm also like a yay or nay. <laughs> <laughs> the GG strings. Yeah, that's pretty good too. Yeah. 
Uh, yay or nay. Hot to trot. So good. <laughs> See? Yes. You're listening to Horseshoes and Hand Grenades with Tony Walsh. <laughs> yes, that's my, uh, that's, uh, my uh, military horse racing, mm. my military equestrian show, the, where the, I talk about the great, great equestrian heroes of the Great War. It's, it's, the, it's the niche stuff that does really well. I, uh, yeah. Soon to be number three on equestrian podcasts on Apple. Um, anyway. Send us, you know, share your stories with us. I saw a lot of people talking about it uh, on this week and, you know, and day, day of recording, I guess, is official pandemic day. Although mine, the day I stayed, started staying at home isn't until next week, but I'll give oh, this. Oh, so your, your orthodox pandemic day then. Exactly, mm. exactly. You know me. Gotta be <laughs> yeah, I think I was March 19th as well as when I finally got sent home. Yeah. Mine was, I think, the yeah, 16th. My, mine was the 17th, or sorry, 16th, the Monday. Yeah. was the last day I went in. So Yeah, we worked, and then that was it, yeah. So, all right. I just remember John Tory telling everyone, oh, you know, don't go out for St. Patrick's Day. We'll, we'll have a, like, a second St. Patrick's Day later in the spring. Like, hmm. yeah. That was the Unless best you, lie he ever told. That was, that was never going to happen, John. <laughs> when will he stop trying to fool the Irish? <laughs> never. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> I'm not sure where that came from. Honestly. I don't know either. It wasn't Dublin. I will tell you that. It no, was definitely, definitely not. No, not no. fucking Dublin. Apologies to the leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh dear. All right, Wayne. Um, okay, that is our show for this week. Thank you so much. Uh, it was for a listening. great. Also, too, I, I want to say it was a great last show. Like seven years, we did. Stop it. Good, yeah. We did some good stuff. Uh, what a way to go out. Thanks to our listeners. It's been a ride. Yeah. I thought was was I was I not going to get to do a, a Belarusian Premier League thing? Oh, some of a bitch. Well, I okay, here, okay, it's short. I it. promise you. Go for it. Go okay, for it. so I, I just want to say I'm sorry for breaking that mirror, and thank God we can move on. Uh, yes. you know what? It took it. You know how many ladders we had to walk oh. under? It's unbelievable. So, we were like the villains in Superman too. We just been floating around in a mirror for seven years for your entertainment. <laughs> so anyway. Uh, so, uh, Belarusian Kneel update. before dunk. Yes, yes, <laughs> kneel before dunk. Uh, Belarusian update. So, uh, league kicks off uh, tomorrow, day of recording, which will be Friday, which I don't think I'm getting this out tonight. We'll see. Depends on my level of ambition and energy. Um, no sign of these games are actually on YouTube, which really questions how long this this gag is going to continue after this episode. Because, I mean... Being able to watch the fucking games is paramount to this shtick and promoting the games on YouTube because, like, nobody else is doing it. But um, anyway, I don't even know if the games are on YouTube yet. Belarusian Premier League channel has is showing nothing coming up, and they usually will say, uh, these are the games coming up, and you can set a reminder and whatnot. So I'll have to play for. This might be the last episode anyway. Aside from the fact that it kicks off tomorrow, nine, uh, Friday at nine, and there's a whole slate of games. Uh, but the, the most interesting thing uh, was that uh, about a week and a half ago, Belarusian Super Cup. Didn't even know. Didn't even know that was a thing. This is how new I am. So uh, Shaktor played Bate. Shaktor, your defending champions, and Bate, your cup uh, holders. Uh, they played to uh, a scoreless draw, which then went to penalties. And after uh, after after five rounds, it was four all. 
which then took a turn for, um, if I said 2004 Ricardo, does that harken any uh, uh, memories? Looking at Duncan and Tony, particularly? 2004, Ricardo. Ricardo. Oh, this is uh, Portugal beat England, didn't they? Uh-huh. And, and what happened? Penalty, well, there was a penalty shootout and England lost. There was a penalty shootout and England I'm lost. Stating the obvious. That could be any uh, World Cup. <laughs> That's true. But what happened in that... over my head right now. Was, was, okay. he goal, was he a goalkeeper? Was Ricardo a goalkeeper who took a penalty? That's correct. <laughs> and that's correct. In round six of the penalties, uh, Alexander Huttar for Shakhtar stepped up and converted a penalty and then stopped a shot against Jablonski from Bate to win the cup. <laughs> 5-4. Legend. Yeah. Holy shit. Terrible game by the looks of it. Uh, I watched the highlight package and that, that highlight part of the initial 90 plus minutes uh, was only about a minute and a half long because it was shit. So uh, penalties is where is that goalie, goalie penalty, goalie wins. Uh, uh, Shakhtar are the super cup champions. Kind of hilarious. Uh Full slate of matches over the weekend. Like I said, Friday, uh, Islak plays Slavia. Um, I, I covered a bunch of these games last week, but uh, there are um, five games on Saturday, three on Sunday, and uh, yeah, yeah, it should be should be good. Or conversely, it might be a nightmare because there's no uh, games on YouTube. Which at that point, what the fuck am I doing this for? If that's the case. They become the Tampa Bay Mutiny of Leeds, non-existent. Probably, um, just I, all a dream. To make it to make it even triply more uh, frustrating, uh, there definitely won't be a uh, gambler's corner, Duncan, because my betting oh. house only has one bloody game on offer, and that's tomorrow's game. They don't even have the week, the whole weekend. Like, what are they doing? Don't no. they know they could be earning almost a dollar from me for the weekend? <laughs> A dollar Canadian. One dollar Canadian currency. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Where's your priorities? Anyway, uh, so yeah. um, uh, I don't have anything else as far as like transfers because I don't know. I, 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 I don't. I know that a bunch of players left Dinamo uh, Brest and they got a guy from was it Napoli on loan for the season? I don't even know how the hell that happened. I don't know. Napoli? Yeah, or it, so it was a, it's some Syria side. Uh, I wish I should have, you know, I should have should have bookmarked that uh, uh, Instagram post because it had all the information, and it was in English for some reason. Just uh, say spell. Probably spell. Mm-hmm. Those guys give away everything, except not their beautiful kids. Anyway, so th- that's basically it. Um, so if it's not on YouTube, um, thank you for your patronage with. Uh, uh, Belarusian wins and losses over last season. I hope you found it as amusing as I did doing the ins- the absurdity of it all. So we'll see. All to is, play for is, is that is that dude still with Belshina? They got demoted, and oh, it's dude. hard getting news the about the top division. So <laughs> I can only imagine how hard it is to get news about fucking Belshina. He got the sack with three games to go. I didn't think he did. I thought they, they had an they, they yeah. in, didn't they have an interim guy? I thought like they the totally had an interim matches? coach. I wish yeah. I could remember because I thought we were still doing that gag. Oh, we were. So um <laughs> the interim guy's just as uh, impressed with rubbish as the the old guy, I'm sure. 
I think he's more a plumbing guy. Oh. He's really into sewers. Oh. Yeah, there, there, there definitely is a, a new gaffer. Uh, um, uh, his name is Dimitri Migas, caretaker. In brackets, caretaker. But there was, uh, there has, I didn't see any uh, note about um, uh, Gratabev. Uh, but this is Gratabev. not the time nor the place to go look for this bloody thing. So no. anyway, um, yeah, uh, I'm sure, I'm, sh- I'm sure Gratabev will land safely on his feet at a car park. So it's fine. Sometimes in a man's life, mm. he'll find his way. Oh my God. Oh my God! He did it. He did a thing too for our seven year anniversary. Oh, hi. This is Edward Gradabev. Oh. <laughs> Sometimes in a man's life, I listen to the Vocal Minority podcast. Wow. We almost had to pay <laughs> rubles for that. I'm kind of sad it's ending after this show. I feel like I expected more from him, to be honest. But you know, fair. Happy, happy that he came along. Anyway, welcome back, Kristen. Thanks. All right. That's the end of our show. Um, thank you for listening this week. Uh, please join us next week um, as we oh, talk yes. about the Olympic so qualifiers yes. for the men's national team. Find out if CONCACAF has canceled the World Cup qualifiers for March. See what the next layer of drama in the land of CAMPL uh, might happen to be. And find out, are TFC out of quarantine yet? And more. I've been joined by. You know what this by... show needs? Term limits. No. I've been joined by the <laughs> entire the Vocal Minority Podcast panel to be found on the Twitters at Duncan D. Fletcher. It is Mr. Duncan Fletcher. Hello. Uh, in the Twitterverse at Malarkey FC, Mr. Tony Walsh. After seven years, I'd like to say this one thing Marco, kiss at the poop. <laughs> uh, I don't know. We have, uh, 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 no. Uh, at Kitnerd Mark with a K, not a Q, Mr. Mark Hinkley. Uh, thank you to all of our Patreon uh, supporters uh, for the past seven years, even though it hasn't been up that long. Uh, but you know who you are. You probably were there for the long, long haul. So thank you. Uh, we have shirts. Go to Zazzle, uh, find Zazzle's store. Uh, you can either, you can probably find it on our site. You might be able to find it through their site. I don't know. But it's definitely the link is on our site. Uh, and and uh, lastly, just for lols, because I was looking through uh, old uh, episode files. Um, hey, remember when we did the, uh, now that's what I call VMPs. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, I started listening to uh, episode one. I got about half an hour in and I got pulled away to, for, for other things. But uh, um, we made a very interesting prediction about Miami. I Go don't know on. how many years ago it was. And I'm not going to say we're geniuses. I mean, it was pretty obvious, you know, over the plate type stuff, but I lulled. And uh, there was also a bold prediction made about what they would like to what we would like to see happen at BMO when they were doing redevelopments. Um I is, post- is Rufy the mascot coming? No. I feel like hey, you should Rufy. put this link will, in the show I will, notes, Mark. I will po- I will post the link in the show notes. Um you know they, they were they were really best ofs our bet best bits for the year. We yeah. only, we did we did four of them. Um I stopped because I ain't got that kind of fucking time, yo. But um, they were like supposed to be some of the funnier bits that we did at the time. Um, also, uh, the realization that remember when we took turns hosting? 
That's how long ago that was. Cause Tony's definitely running a couple episodes in those. And it's funny. It's you, funny you, to me because it's the original so one, Mark. You What's were that? the original. I was Mark. Oh no, yeah. I know that, but I believe we were, we were, we were testing out rotations at that. Chris has sacked both our asses. I know. Uh, no, that was more like, Kristen, will you just do this all the time? Because we don't want to. Oh yeah. Yeah. That sounds about right. Mm. Yes. Mm. Thanks. Sure. Can we still put that request in? <laughs> anyway, anyway. So yeah. Thank you, so, so I will post, I'll post the, uh, 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 I'll post the first one. That's why I call VMP volume one. So check it out. Delightful. Nice. Um, I'm, I'm intrigued as to what those, what those predictions were. I generally don't remember. <laughs> no memory. <laughs> As for me, you can find me on the internet. Yes, the entire internet at KZ Knowles. I have been your host, Kristen Knowles. Thank you uh, for everyone that listens to us. Um, and yeah, until next week, Canada, get used to it. Yeah, nothing. Can you hold on for a sec? Sure. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hello. Hey. Who's calling? Hi. Welcome. Welcome to Vocal Minority. Let me take your order. For English, press one. En français, depressez deux. Okay. Customer service. <laughs> did you say customer service? Did you say customized jersey? <laughs> okay, great. You're welcome. Okay, bye. Did you say? customized jersey say yes in japanese guys i'll be back in a minute i uh have to go do something okay okay so give me like five minutes sure we're gonna continue this bit anyway i know sorry no it's okay for albanian press 12 (laughs) press square (laughs) (laughs) in albania would you really press things i'm sure you're still dialing in albania you you may have a point I feel like I do. I, I just love the idea that they have a, a, a 12 button on their phone. I feel they have probably some kind of like Allen key and you have to put it like the right shape into the right like slot. <laughs> yeah, you could see that. That works. Put it in H.